and welcome to an episode of the Nintendo Tamp Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Join me today, he's Wario Will. Ah, yes, it is indeed the weekend before Halloween. It's spooky season, and yep. Uh, yeah, imagine the horror of having I have to be be listening to our D-host for talking for so long. Yes, that's my horror. <laughs> I, I mean, I do that generally, but I'm going to do it even more now because this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. 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 Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. So while uh, Will shrivels at the sound of my voice, it's a usual occurrence, I'm sure. We also hear a Skull Kid Scott. Hello. I'm actually excited for candy. There you go. Ironically, out of all of our names, yours is actually generally Halloween themed because of Skull Kid. Mm. It just sounds like a Halloween <laughs> theme, like Skull Kid, you know? Yeah, it's fair. Huh? Every day is Halloween for me because I get all the candy I want all the time. I actually had a friend who uh, made her own Majora mask. Ah, cool. yeah, she actually had a cosplay awesome. contest with it. It was really cool. So, and back after a short absence is Falcon Five. I was away eating candy corn. That's what I was doing. Oh, I was nice. preparing for Christmas. Like, that's actually been my my <laughs> uh, like I know it's a very common debate question, but do you consider candy corn a good uh, Halloween candy or not? Yes. I take it you fave you you enjoy candy corn, right? Well, it's like okay, I love candy corn, but it's like also, you know, there's two ways to look at it. It's just candy, yeah, but it's like also it's just sugar, and eventually <laughs> you have so much of it that your throat just burns. Pretty much, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but it's also I, I so good. Enjoy candy corn myself, yeah. I've yeah. never understood the hate for candy corn. Like I love, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't eat it anymore because I don't generally chow down on candy like I used to. I'm actually trying to preserve my teeth now. It's only taken me thirty through four years, but uh, I'm almost thirty-four. But I, when I used to eat it, it used to be great. Like I wouldn't like chug my chug it down or whatever. But I have like you know a couple, a couple of minutes or so, and it was good, and I loved it. So, like some people just are mean. Like now, like the 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 uh, what was it? Like the elephant peanuts. Oh, those things I hate. <laughs> those things I hate. So yeah, like but like that one I feel is like the worst candy, but not not candy corn. Candy corn's good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What is everybody's favorite candy? Big five. Uh personally, I'm either either payday or Reese's. Probably me as Skittles. I just like those. I will just like pop into my mouth a whole bunch and just let the flavor overwhelm me, in a good way. <laughs> I I really I'm I'm stuck between two. I feel like chocolate bars are one type of candy. Then you have like actual candy. So my favorite chocolate bar is Kit Kat, and then my favorite candy is gummy bears. Yeah. I okay. 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 Because chocolate is different. Because I mean, like chocolate is you know so versatile. I mean, you got mm-hmm. chocolate bars, you got chocolate chips for cookies, and uh, Reese's, uh, uh, Reese's, Hershey's Kisses, like, different yeah. kind of chocolate right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I can understand that. Heck, we should do, uh, we could do, like, a sell it in uh, Hell and Smash about what's the best candy next <laughs> <week>. <laughs> after, after Halloween is done. We'll, we'll see how our schedule looks. 
But uh, we do have a busy uh, night for you tonight as we celebrate Halloween in its many, many forms, including the Splatfest that is happening this weekend. But first, what have you been playing? I'm going to let Faith go first, because uh, she's been gone for a little while. So please, regardless of what you've been enjoying the last few weeks, Faith. Honestly, I feel like I haven't been playing much of anything but GTA, because like for the past what is it, like the past week and something, I've been trying to get the Ghostbuster car. Because ah. they added they added this skin for one of the cars that is like, it's like a ripoff to the actual Ghostbusters car, but it like looks close to it. Um, so I've been trying to get that. So I've been playing a lot of GTA. Um, and playing a little bit of Zizera Valley, but honestly, I kind of just haven't felt like it. It's kind of like that whole Sims hype thing to where you play the Sims for like a month straight and then you don't play it for like three months. That's kind of what it's like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, and then and then I, I I was probably dumb a little bit, and I like purchased all of the Halloween tickets for Pokemon <laughs> Go, but I did get I did get a shiny, so I mean it was kind of worth it. Um, so I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. So really, that's all I've been playing. I haven't had much time for gaming, honestly, with work and everything. But mm -hmm. and I've obviously been playing Spider Man. I forgot about that. I've been playing Spider Man, but that's a giving. Yeah, I, she I love was it like, so and when I said she was playing Spider Man, she was like, "Tony's almost here." She was showing me like her like, images <laughs> of the countdown clock. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting in my room and I like I had it set up. I did a little Discord thing with some of my friends and let them watch me play it. Um, and it was cool. I stayed up until like four in the morning Jeez. playing that game. Oh, I loved it. I've been playing it. Um, I, I want to see Venom. I haven't got to the part where Venom's at yet, though. But... Um, did you get the special edition, the 19 inches? <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish I had all them inches. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> that statement nor the inches. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, Faith, aren't you forgetting something? I know what you're going to ask me, and I don't want to talk about it, okay? You don't You want to <laughs> talk about it? Are you serious? About what, what we did as a group? Even oh, though it was oh, so were, wonderful. Were, oh, I thought you were going. No, not I that. Thought, not that. I thought I haven't even touched Mario Wonder yet. I thought you were going to bring that up. No, but no. Actually, thing. we can't talk about that. Oh, that's right. We can't talk about that. Sorry. I know. We, that's we, just great because now everybody's wondering what we're talking about. That's that's <laughs> fun. I love I, that. I can talk. I can talk about it. Redacted. We redacted game, and it was so good to see the five of us went on to Redacted Stadium to go and play this game <laughs> on Redacted Item, and it was so bad at first because we didn't really understand what we were doing. You know, we had a whole bunch of training sessions and everything, and so I was playing the Redacted position and trying to do, do, do my job to catch the Redacted and. You know, at first we were like, oh, this is going to be so simple. And then we were getting slaughtered, like, by multiple points. And so we were playing, like, what, four, four games before we finally <laughs> got a victory. Mm -hmm. And it was so good hearing Redacted announcer here uh, praising us in the end. I'm like, do we just want to stop playing Redacted while we're ahead? And they go, yeah, we should stop while we're ahead. So, yeah, it was really cool again to dress up as Redacted character. <laughs> but but I mean it was fun while it lasted. It was fun. It was, there were things that definitely could have improved about certain things, but overall mm -hmm. this redacted game was actually uh <laughs> overall enjoyable, but it it does not play exactly like it is into the blank redacted mm. yada yada franchise. Franchise. Yeah. There you go. I go Honestly, I think it's more fun to play with people. <laughs> yeah, I mean of course with a team based like game like that, yeah, you definitely want to play that. Yeah, because yeah, we had a lot of fun just as a group hanging out. So yeah, it's I, like when you play Mario Party. It can end friendships, or it can help friendships get stronger. Yes, I or can both. attest to that. And we'll talk about Mario Party later, I guarantee you. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
I'll go next because if you haven't seen on the website, I reviewed Super Mario Brothers Wonder. But before I, I did that, I decided to dive back into a certain other game. And gentlemen, lady, I believe I have finally discovered the secrets to Starfield. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It took me a while, and I had to do some you know, really deep exploring. But after spending a few more hours in the game, the secrets of the universe finally imparted themselves to me. And that secret is just don't play Starfield! <laughs> <laughs> I played it like for two hours and it was just like, oh, screw this. And then I went and played Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is an actual good game. <laughs> I might go back to Starfield. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But I definitely enjoyed playing Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Okay. Uh, this game absolutely was the uh, giant leap forward that the 2D platforming Mario titles needed. Not unlike what Galaxy or even Odyssey was for the 3D titles. Just the wonder effects of all the levels. And I, I did not complete 100% complete, but I got dang close before I did my review. It wasn't necessary to 100% for the review. Just the creativity that was shown was so amazing that it literally left me in awe and wonder to the point where I was saying, okay, is there any way they can surprise me next? And then they did. I'm like, oh, I've seen it all. And then I haven't. It's like oh, and it's like oh, they just you know alter the levels, or they alter the perspective, or they change what you're supposed to be doing, and like no, it's so much more nuanced than that. Like multiple small spoiler, multiple levels feature Mario getting transformed into various creatures or items, and you having to adapt to your new form, and it was really clever. Uh, and then I thought, oh wait, there's no way they're gonna surprise me now. Then all of a sudden I'm floating through the air trying to dodge lightning bolts. Zero <laughs> G. And I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty clever. The second level featured singing piranha plants. Yeah, the I saw that one. Second level. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, they're gonna probably gonna ease us into this wonder effect. No. Second level, singing piranha plants that are trying to kill me. Isn't that's a, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm gonna they wanna rake you through the coals first. Yeah. I'm going to sting you with my cords and my fists. Um, remember, they bite. So <laughs> there was just so much to enjoy just from the wonder effects alone. Then when you like take a step back from that and you look at the level design, they clearly were trying to, pun intended, level up what they could do with uh, how they treat the levels. Because previous, level, uh, previous 2D Mario games, you know, they were fun, they were, but they really followed a similar, similar formula in terms of design and shape and the enemies you face. But because they were in the Flower Kingdom, they really took upon themselves to go so far beyond what you've done in the past. And I noted this in the review, but like the variety of new enemies adds so much new life to the game. Uh, I'll spoil this one level. There's a there's a level uh, with enemies called what's it called like Mula Mula or something like that, and they eat Goombas, and the wonder <laughs> effect is that it transforms you into a Goomba. Oh, oh yeah, oh that part, and actually it turns into a freaking Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you have to like hide behind trees as the Mula Mulas chase you and whatever, and it was just like it was terrifying. And like I, and then when you like even in your regular form, they can swallow fireballs and any other attacks you have. So it was like these are just. You've never faced this kind of enemy as Mario before, and it was intimidating. And then there were, you know, the condarts and uh, like thunderclouds, and uh, I call them the bufalons just because it reminds me of the Pokemon. But like the the bulls that you face, like they're 
they're really clever and I loved how they just kept changing the formula and saying like, okay, yeah, there are Koopas and Goombas and Lakitu's in there, but you can there's so much more you're facing and it's really, really fun. There were levels with slime where you're actually like wading through the slime, trying to go up and down as you progress and levels of lava that go far beyond just like raising the lava level. It was really it was really intense at times. Um and oh and the animations, I think we talked about this last week or the week before. The improved animations absolutely show. Like, the characters, the enemies, just the way things are presented, it's on a much higher scale than it was before. So, definitely recommend this game. My problem, if you will, was that some of the things they, they tried just didn't work. I think the badge system needs to be worked out a little more. Because I literally used one badge for, like, 95% of all levels. I had no need to use the others. <laughs> Some sometimes they recommended that you use a certain badge, and there were certain stages where you had to use a certain badge, but they were few and far between. And I just used the parachute cap because it was like the ultimate safety harness. You know, I can float down to where I need to go to, or whatever, wall jump enough till I can float up. So I do think that needs to be refined. And then the difficulty: there were levels where there was like two, two or three levels in the game where I actually felt I was going to lose all my lives. But then, like, every other game, even the levels leading up to Bowser himself, was not a challenge. I mean, granted, I'm an experienced platformer, you know, genre person or whatever. Genre, a platform gamer or whatever. Um, I've played precision platformers. I've played casual platformers. I'm, I'm good at this kind of thing. But when you're saying, oh, this is a four-star level, which is a high difficulty, and I'm beating it first life, you kind of need to crank things up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it also can be an incredibly short game, especially if you have mad skills like I have, apparently. And uh, I beat it in, gods, I think just a little over 10 hours. So even I was surprised by how quick it was. And certain uh, sections of the game are not as equal in levels as others. Uh, mm. Some levels you have to get like 36 Wonder Seeds, and others you can get 20. Like that's a That's a pretty big disparity right there and that will you know shorten your time especially when some of those levels can be done in less than a minute uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah also all them item all those search party missions can go screw off so <laughs> i had to look up guides for every single one of them i'm not ashamed to say that i was just like i am not dealing with this crap so overall i gave the image i gave the game a four out of five um which i, I think actually surprised me at first because I thought, oh, this will be a four out of five for, four, sorry, four point five out of five for sure. And then I'm like, I'm playing it, and I get to that point where like I'm waiting, like I'm waiting for that, that next thing, you know, like to take me up to that level. And it just never got there. It wasn't like like Tears of the Kingdom, where it's just like, yeah. okay, this is really impressive. And then I I go to a new temple, or I, uh, I I do a new uh, new quest, or I I see this thing, and it just blows my mind. And I never had that moment. The Wonder Flower. Without the Wonder Flower, this might have been a three out of five. Like <laughs> that's just the truth because like that was easily the the biggest backbone of this game, and, and it totally paid off. But they kind of skirted on other things. But if this is the base plate of what's to come, I look forward to seeing what they do next. Mm -hmm. so you can go check out my full review. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Please buy the game. 
and uh, you'll ha you will have a good time. It, w it won't be the longest time. I'm pretty sure Odyssey was much longer than this. Oh, for sure, for sure, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, especially if you go completionist run like Will did. <laughs> yes, that's not an insult. That's just the truth. He 100% of the game. I am proud of him. I am so proud. So, but yeah, uh, I liked the game. I am glad that I uh, I got it and whatnot. So uh, thank you, Nintendo, for putting this much effort into this because it really did show that like there's no doubt that the team put so much into making this game mm -hmm. and I enjoy it especially faith whenever she gets around to it <laughs> i know i need to be i need to i need to get on it because it looks so cute i want to turn i want to play as princess peach and her turn into an elephant <laughs> i don't know why that just seems so wholesome to me oh i, I do want to <laughs> make one note on that everyone was talking about the elephant mario coming into this game by the time I was done with it, that was actually my least favorite power-up. I loved the bubble flower. That was so useful. And the drill cap. The drill cap was mm -hmm. so clever. I mean, Elephant Mario was fine, and especially with the whole flowers and you know giving water to them and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was fine, but the, I felt the bubble flower and the, uh, the drill cap were so much more useful. Uh, right, more practical. Your, your results may vary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Will, how about you? Uh, for me, it's also been generally fairly of a light week myself. Uh, like, if anything else, the, mo the most majority time I actually have been playing is uh, Fall Guys, which uh, at the moment right now, they have a, um, put in the effect of double time, uh, two times double, double EXP for your fame pass. So I'm currently at level 40. I'm done with the basic stuff, so I'm just probably going to leave it at that at the moment. <clears throat> Uh, of course, naturally, on the mobile game fronts, like, yeah, uh, on uh, yeah, just a quick recap on Pokemon Sleep. I actually finally managed to get catch a shiny Eevee, which, yeah, <laughs> we're That's really get cool. a shiny Eevee, as well as evolve my uh, Wartortle and actually make it into a Blastoise now. So, yeah, I finally have a Blastoise in Pokemon Sleep. So, eh, it's not nice. Okay, cute. actually, hold on, I want to pause you there, because I'm the host and I can't stop talking. Do you actually... You don't really catch Pokemon as you sleep, though. They're, like, given to you. So did you really catch it? I mean, you, you gotta feed it biscuits, <laughs> and you have the infection meters, and yes, even just, like, the bonus biscuit you get for freebies is, is like, randomized. But, yeah, I did manage to go and, well, quote-unquote catch a shiny Eevee, so... But, heck, it's, it's a shiny Pokemon. I got, like, my other shiny Pokemon I played was a shiny Rattatat, and that, that was it about it. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, overall, it, it's a nice little idea, so, yeah, nice little thing on that. Uh, of course, now you can do a Fire Emblem Heroes, which, uh, at the last I check on the calendar, it will, next week will be the, the next Mythic banner, so something to look forward to that. Um, also, and, um, this for those who, um, do have a Nintendo Switch online services. If you uh, until next weekend, uh, next week Wednesday, you can actually currently play our play trial of a uh, Cult of the Lamb, which I've actually have downloaded. I really do want to try Cult of the Lamb just to see what the big fuss was about back back in the day. So I, I actually am want to play Cult of the Lamb, Cult of the Lamb, just just to see how it is. So, but again, this uh, play trial is until Wednesday next week. So yes, by all means, definitely give it a try if you're very curious about this title. And um, yeah, overall it's just, yeah, more or less fairly of a light week. Uh, I want, of course, naturally want to go back into again with this guy seven, just because I want to see how funny the sort can be. So, <laughs> but overall it's been light. And of course, naturally getting ready for this weekend Splatfest, which again, we'll talk about in the main events. And of course, naturally getting ready for uh, Super Mario RPG next month. So yeah, not too long, not too far off now. So yeah, Super Mario RPG coming soon. Yeah, we're less than a month away from that one. 
All right, Scott. <clears throat> Most of my game time has been only in just two games this week. Um, Spider-Man 2 and Marvel's Midnight Suns. But I guess uh, basically Spider-Man 2 is an amazing game. <laughs> it, of course, has its flaws, and there are definitely bugs in it. I know that's been going around, but... Yeah, do you want to <clears> talk <throat> about the Cuban flag? <laughs> no longer a Cuban flag, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, but they have I, updated by the time that we record. They have changed it. They have, but like, even I was like, wait a minute, how do you change that up? I mean, granted, the flags, the flags are similar. There's no denying that. But given, you know, Insomniac is really good about detail, you really thought they would have caught it, especially during, you know, the QA portion. Where you're supposed to catch these things. I mean, especially when they have a suit about the Puerto Rican flag. Yes, <laughs> like... yes. it's literally on a spider suit, and you couldn't get that right. Like, I, I mean, there's there's making mistakes, and then there's there's that. So, but they did fix it about the time of this recording. They have fixed it, so we should be grateful for that. But still, roast them alive. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there are definitely bugs and glitches, and I know a lot of them are. Not really game breaking. They're more of just an issue, I think, of open worlds in general because of how big they can be. You don't necessarily account for every little thing that goes on. And because they want to make Spider Man 2 even bigger and better, of course, it's going to have issues. But ultimately, the game itself is actually really good. Gameplay is a lot faster oriented and a lot of faster paced, which I wasn't sure initially about because Spider Man 1 I thought was actually paced really well, the combat and the swinging. But then they basically start you off with a basically Spider-Man 1-esque type combat and type swinging. And as you build your character up, you start getting more intense swing speeds, more swing mm -hmm. combos, more abilities to do while you're swinging and jumping. And then you can get a lot more air time with your air, with your web gliders. So <clears throat> when you get, it's actually interesting. Once you, once you like basically 100% the game, you just basically get, play the game just so you can have fun with all the added stuff they did to like the skills and everything that you get for mm -hmm. traversal. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly the only, like when I got a skill point, that was all my skill points went into his traversal. I didn't put anything into anybody else oh. <laughs> until my traversal was done. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit when I put the first game and even Miles Morales to a lesser extent, like it was sometimes difficult to know where I should put my skill points because some of them were like, if you do this, this, and this, you'll get this kind of a boost. I'm like, that's way too complicated. <laughs> I was like, yeah. where's the simple stuff? Where's, where's like more webbing? Where's like, you know, more attack power? Where's, you know, doing a, a very simple knockdown move? Like, I, I'm not looking for rocket science here. I'm just trying to beat up the bad guys. Yeah. Luckily, they have delegated the like actual passive boost to just suit technology skill tree, which doesn't actually use a skill point, it uses up tech points. So that aspect is actually better in the sense of them. They they delegated and segmented a lot more things. But at the same time, now there's a lot more things you have to go through the menu. <laughs> but <clears throat> overall, the story I thought was really good. I think they played with Venom and Craven extremely well and how everything works. Though I will admit that, yes, Venom does show up like way later in the in the game. So <laughs> you may be waiting a while before you get to see their interpretation of Venom. So Overall, though, so you're it's, it's good. Take many hours to see 19 inches. <laughs> yes, unless you decided to, you know, buy the statue, then you can just look at it whenever you're playing the game and like, hey, there's Venom. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that you would look at those 19 inches? Okay, of course. <laughs> just like, tell us more about your character, Scott. You're getting a little every day. <laughs> and yeah, then Marvel's Midnight Suns. 
is so basically the big story of that is is I originally got it on PC and realized the PC port was bad because they added like three different third party launchers you have to have launched alongside Steam to play the actual game, and that messes everything up for some stupid reason. So I decided to get it on a console because then I don't have to deal with third party launchers and I don't and it plays a lot better. So. Yeah. That's yep, basically yep. the story of why I'm going through it now instead of when it first came out. Also because I got it for five dollars. So ah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I can't complain for a five dollar game, especially when it's a game that I have been wanting to play. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when Midnight Suns came out. It was it, how do I describe this? You know, it's a game that's for fans who get it. Yeah. You know, like like get the darker side of the MC, or the Marvel Comics universe, almost at the MC, which is technically Marvel, but <laughs> still, uh, you know, and, and know know these characters that are of the darker side, like with Magic and Stephen Strange and all that, uh, Ghost Rider. But you know, it, and I I heard it was fun, but you know, it wasn't you know like Marvel Ultimate Alliance or no. uh, Marvel Spider Man <clears throat> quality or whatever. But you know, you can still have fun with it. Yeah, it's more tactics based, and I know some people want to just like be immersed. <clears throat> and the customization is kind of lacking, especially because you have to basically unlock cosmetics by doing social stuff. But they also know don't even have like dating aspects to it. But they have like becoming best buds with all <laughs> well, the superheroes, basically. But if you want to have your dating, get it somewhere else. No, <laughs> well, but there technically is dating, technically, like that you build up relationships with certain characters. Yeah, like. Uh, I'll spoil this one. <clears throat> Blade and Captain Marvel apparently get into a relationship in the yes. game. And yes, like, they do. That's a very interesting. And I, I remember reading about this, and it was actually very wholesome how they handle it. So I'm like, okay, this is nice. Let's, let's, it'll never happen in the comics, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's no dating for your character, but yes, there are other characters dating other characters. <laughs> so... yeah. You want you want romance? Go play Persona 5. <laughs> or, no, wait. You, you want real romance? Go play Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know you all know it's true okay <laughs> apparently there was a speed run just to see how fast you could sleep with the characters in Baldur's gate 3 fastest time was under three minutes <laughs> i don't I even want to know how that's possible <laughs> but they did it before or after the day one patch no, <laughs> no i don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know all right well, with that, we are now going to head to our news. We always have quite a bit to talk about, so it's time to go down the warp pipe. And first, much like Will uh, basically sang to us earlier, it is almost Halloween. So we hope that all of you, no matter what your Halloween plans are, have a nice, fun time, even if it's just relaxing inside and hoping that nobody knocks on your door. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Grinches can be multi-seasonal, all right? I don't care. I'm I'm not going to have my light on. I don't want anyone knocking on my apartment door. Yes, I technically do have candy because I keep it for Comic-Cons, but that doesn't mean I want to give it out to people. Mm, that too, that too. And of course, naturally, the most scariest thing is after once Halloween's over, we expect a certain song to be revived soon. <laughs> Down to someone carrying a tune. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh boy, we shall endure. Well, <laughs> all right. Speaking of finding a way, let's talk about Super Mario Brothers Wonder again because that game has already done incredibly well despite it being basically a week old at the time of this recording. 
So in Japan, just Japan, the game has already sold over uh, 600,000 units. This is just physical copies. It does not count the digital, which Nintendo never loves to reveal. I don't know why. <laughs> You know, they're scared to reveal the digital numbers because they don't want more people to buy it digitally. <laughs> I don't know. If that's I don't know. True, but, you know, if we're going to talk about being scared of revealing numbers, you talk about Microsoft. Give <laughs> <laughs> me the numbers they never revealed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, you want to buy Nintendo now, Phil? You can't afford us. <laughs> we are an army. Oh, and this this one I found I thought was most interesting. So Super Mario Brothers Wonder in just Japan, just in the first week as they call it but it was only like two days 638,634 copies marvel spider-man 2 77,000 <laughs> that's such a big gap <laughs> yeah, but it's also japan and remember yeah remember japan doesn't like spider-man they like spider-man emissary <laughs> of hell <laughs> very fair <laughs> yeah. now i gotta ask faith do you know what i'm talking about no, but it was funny. Okay, <laughs> this is a, this is a real thing. Back in what was it, the eighties? Yeah, eighties. Okay, somehow, some way, Japan got the rights from Marvel to do a basically a Japanese Spider-Man incarnation. Okay, but they mm -hmm. didn't do like Peter Parker or whatever, and they didn't call it Spider-Man. It was Supida-Man, and he was literally called the Emissary of Hell. <laughs> this is real. Interesting. It, I wouldn't even go to the backstory because it's crazy, but they basically, how do I say this non-racially, they Japanesed him in like the biggest and most insane ways possible. Like he has a giant robot because of course he does. Um, he protects children, sometimes in potentially questionable ways. Um, he's not afraid to kill at times, apparently. And yeah, he's become like one of those meme characters that you just can't help but go, oh my gosh, that actually did happen, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll send you a link on the Discord, but that that <laughs> if if it was my if it was my Marvel Spider Man, they probably would have sold a bunch. But regular Spider Man, not so much. So, and then in the UK, it was the fastest selling Mario game ever in Europe. Now we didn't get any numbers on that front, but it did sell incredibly well although this is a very interesting thing it apparently sold let me see where's the number uh first week physical sales in the uk were 62 percent lower than those of uh tears of the kingdom to which i say and <laughs> 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 let's not forget that game was multi-year hype and it sold 10 million copies in its first three days yeah i don't think any of us are expecting that for wonder no I mean, it's good, but not that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, uh huh. I, 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 I yeah. I, I'm sorry, but like, I, I just find it so I was like, oh, it's still 62% less than Tears of the Kingdom. Duh. <laughs> I mean, it's Mario. It's going to do good. Just not Tears of the Kingdom good. It's just that. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, it's doing good. And, and with this, these numbers, it's uh, undoubted that it's already over a million copies sold. Fair. I mean, dear gosh, it's got over half a million just with Japan, and we know yeah. Mario is just as big in the U.S. <clears throat> and the U.K. Yes. So, now whether this becomes a Splatoon three situation where J Japan just keeps buying it for whatever random reason <laughs> remains to be seen, but it's off to a good start. All right. Uh, now this one actually combines a lot of the things we've been talking about. 
our dear Daddy Sakurai, who is, of course, Faith's favorite person, second only to Chris Pratt. Yes, <laughs> totally. See, at least I was being honest that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, he apparently was both a big fan of uh, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder, to the point where in less than a week, he's already beaten both of the games and called them masterpieces. <laughs> you have too much time on your hands, Daddy Sakurai. <laughs> This is what happens when he doesn't have to work to, when he doesn't have to work on Smash Brothers. <laughs> Smash Brothers, his column, whatever he may have to do. I mean, even his video lessons. I know he's been doing his uh, collaboration with the Retro Game Master, but like, yeah, Wait, yeah, that? Daddy Sakurai is just he, he. He games. He's a gamer. He's a total <laughs> gamer. I just, I just hope his cat's okay because if he's been spending so much time on these games, like I wonder, I worry about the cat. <laughs> he, I mean, Sakurai's cat's like it's, it's a tangent here, Michael. Like Sakurai's cat, I think he, he'd be fine because like, remember, a cat can be equally great as well as equally evil. And if you're if you're Sakurai's cat, I can only imagine what you you'd be seeing every single day in his. In his life, like oh, uh, oh, Sakurai's playing Spider Man. Oh, Sakurai's playing Mario. Uh, what else? I'll check in with his kids. All that. I don't know. Driving in his car. Like I can only imagine how what life Sakurai's cat's going through. I do wonder. I just liked how we'll define that. Oh, the cat'll be fine. <laughs> it's like don't don't take care of it. The cat'll be fine. <laughs> Three days later, oh, I'm sorry, my cat died because I was playing games. Never ask me for anything again. <laughs> All right, next up was something that a lot of us uh, have been enjoying and talking about and potentially buying for dear people in our lives. Uh, the Pokemon Center is something we've, we've talked about many times on the show, including where I have gotten my numerous Pokemon jackets, which I actually did get to wear for the first time in a while this past weekend, uh, because it has they have such great Pokemon, official Pokemon stuff. And yesterday? Yesterday, right? Was it yeah, there? it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. At a it was yesterday. Um, the Pokemon Center released a new holiday collection of Poke-themed items. And they are actually not just quite varied, but they are really, really cool at times. For example, if you have ever wanted a Pokemon knitted sweater, you have that option. If you need more Pokemon Christmas ornaments, you have that option. Do you want a Pokemon snow globe? You have that option. The snow globes are cute. <laughs> the snow globes were cute. Um, I how... want the Sprigato Christmas plushie. I'm sure someone can buy that for you. A very dear someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like, but there were multiple plushies, including Sprigatito. Uh, I think Quaxley was there. Pikachu was definitely there. Uh, you have options. Or how about a welcome mat? Something that says home is where the leftovers are. You have that option. Okay. That... No, I'm serious. It's a Munchlax welcome <laughs> mat that says home is where the leftovers are. And that would be that would be perfect for my my parents' house, except for the fact that you know leftovers go away after a very short amount of time. Just saying. Um, but there there are so many cool Pokemon Christmas items for or holiday items for you to use and wear and adorn and we only touched the surface here there are scarves beanies socks pajama pants complete ones ornaments ornaments blankets pokemon cookie cutters 
I want those. <laughs> One thing that I will say that I'm kind of like disappointed about is when you look at the Halloween items, they had like Halloween card sleeves and play mats and all that stuff. It's like they didn't see that for the Christmas stuff. But I wonder if that's kind of because they have like the Halloween cards and stuff. But it's like, I don't know why they don't do more for Christmas at the same time. Because we had like all of these different Halloween items, like you had the candy bowls and you had blankets and you had Halloween scarves and sweaters. Like you had like to kind of hold the same thing going on, but we're like just not getting the actual trading card game items for some reason. I I, I think it's just because of the season, you know. Like I, I definitely think that the Pokemon Company in general probably feels that they'll get more buys out of the Christmas season than maybe Halloween, despite all the you know the ghastly ha 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 Pokemon that they have. In their, come on, Ghastly, come on, <laughs> that was good. Um, that they have, and, and you know, maybe, maybe they did try it before, and they just didn't get the response that they wanted. It's hard to tell. So, the interesting thing was, I really went through every page, and there's like five, almost five full pages of Pokemon Holiday stuff for you to get. And then once I get, I got to like the bottom of page five, there's like a whole bunch of sold out stuff already, or I guess from past years, maybe I don't know. But like they, they, they go all out for the Christmas stuff. So if you've been wanting to get more Pokemon items for your house, here you go. Or as a gift for someone you really care about. Just saying. <laughs> nudge, <laughs> nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now there's a sweater that I'm totally going to wear to Thanksgiving just to freak out my family and make them wonder, God, why did you wear that? Because you told me to dress nicely, mother. Are you not amused by my hand-knitted Pokemon sweater? <laughs> I bet my nieces will love it. I'm just saying. Oh, they will. That's going to be so cute. Yeah. And then I'm going to trick one of my nieces into calling me Uncle Discord from my from my little pony. Oh, my God. I remember you telling me that. Please do that. I'm going to. Oh, it's it's, <laughs> it's in the cards. And then I'm going to... Why am I doing that? To spite my, my sister. Not Faith. My other sister. <laughs> the the other sister. Okay, Faith the is The other sister. one. The other one. <laughs> I care significantly much less about. Moving on. Uh, but, you know, if you're saying, Todd, you know, if you, if you care significantly less about this person, you might need something to, you know, take care of them. And I am so happy you brought that up, ladies and gentlemen, because I found a story that is so beautiful, it's almost too funny to talk about. Because there is a game in Japan, there's a game collection, actually. It's called, what was it? It was uh, Rose and Camellia Collection. <laughs> It's five game collections, and it's very Japan. It's basically about this family that starts infighting, and they decided to basically slap fight each other to death. <laughs> and the collection will have a very special Joy-Con accessory for you to enjoy. What accessory is that? Well, it's turning your Joy-Cons into brass knuckles. <laughs> oh, Todd, Nintendo would never approve that. I have pictures. <laughs> They're there on the site. You can check them out. This is real. This is so real. I, I mean, we always see like those Reddit images that pop out of things like, what kind of Joy-Con attachments you goes like customize? I mean, of course, there's always those 3D printed ones, like I don't know, from like um, the like straps from Wii Fit or that or what that sort. But yeah, Joy-Cons Joy as brass knuckles or heck, even full-on blades for your Switch uh, peripheral is just like, uh, I mean, sure. It's uh, I mean, you won't see Nintendo advertising it, but it's there in the creative world. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do you need the games? No, not really. But do you need uh, these brass knuckles? Oh, yes. 
Yes, you do. Get it before they learn. <laughs> I feel like using those is going to make me almost give in to my intrusive thoughts, though. <laughs> like, my, my intrusive... No, like, my intrusive thoughts are already so bad. If I have brass knuckle Joy-Cons, like, I don't know if that's smart. Well, as in all things, it's not about the weapons, how you use them. <laughs> I mean, want, like, oh, oh, you want to see my, you want to go play, play with my Switch? Sure. Let me just put these Joy-Cons on. Smack! <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you don't want me to play my Switch right now? Bang! Right there. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, my sister that I don't really care about, you want me to actually listen to you and to do something really demeaning? Bang! Right there. See, I see no problems with this. I see no problems with Thanksgiving. is going to be great this year. Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is, okay, this is nostalgia right in my heart. I mean that. Uh, it was revealed the other day that on Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, should you have that, they are going to release Mario Party 3. Easily the best in the series. Uh, and come on, reactions. Come on, joy. This is a good stuff. <gasps> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but yes, they, are, they have released, they are either going to release it on, uh, oh, actually, that's out today on the 27th. It's by yep, the time you're yep, listening I'll, to this. Mm -hmm. So why is this the best game? Because the first one was just kind of like your test run. The second one is let's see how we can improve it. They seriously peaked with number three. And if you look ah. at the success of three versus the rest for a long time, three is the peak. I, I, yeah, I remember when it first came out on the N64, and like that was a turning point. If anything else, it was just like I still remember like the battle mini games, and clearly with, with the sh with that shy guy casino, like and yeah, when yeah, pretty much Waluigi uh, arrived on the scene on Mario Party is just like it was definitely one of those uh, Mario parties that it is like a a, a like um example perfect the pinnacle of that on uh, the end of n64 era yeah yeah faith made a joke earlier about you know mario party can break your friendships well i never had that particular problem but it definitely brought my friends together because we had this place where we would rent the game and we would like wait until the store opened and we would rent the game then we'd go back to my buddy tyler's house because he was the only one with the n64 because his family was rich because they had like three restaurants no joke um uh, i was so jealous but we would play that for like hours and we just do like the mini games over and over again, like Aces High and so many others. And like those were some of the best memories. Like the Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, Mario Party. Like those are the games you play with your friend Pokemon Stadium. You know, those are the memories of the N64 that I will cherish the most is like actually having actually having friends to play video games with. <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> I don't have that as much, as much, Faith, as much anymore. Um, what are you trying to say? Uh, no, I'm trying to say, like, you're the one I play with. Oh. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were trying to say that I don't play enough with you. No, if I said, no, if I said, I was, I, I, I almost made it sound like I don't have any friends to play with. I didn't want you to pipe up and go, we play all the time, oh. Tom. Oh. oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, okay, okay. As much as. I'm actually going to have to to try out the new, the. Wow, my brain just checked out. Um, Mario Party 3. I've yep. never played that one. I've only played the Switch one, and then I think Mario Party 2 when they added that one. Was it Mario Party 2, or was it just the original Mario Party that they added? I think it was both. I think both are in uh, Well, I don't know which one I played, but I played one of those. <laughs> I played it with one of my friends, and we both got pissed off at each other. As I said, it ruins some friendships. <laughs> 
Friendships will be destroyed by playing this game. Or you can have a lot of fun. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, go enjoy it. Like, it, it, the graphics don't hold up. Like, I seriously had to grab a screenshot from someone else who just took a picture of the uh, opening screen because I couldn't find, like, a really good high-def shot of Mario Party 3. Because, again, it's a N64 game. But you'll have a blast once you see... Uh, the 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 old school mini games and how they were just so simple but so fun to play, um, it's it's a blast. Like I mean, it, it really is a lot of fun. And I do believe that someone has to go, uh, you know, party hardy somewhere somewhere else, right, Fifth? Yes, I do. I have to go. I've had fun. Bye, guys. Bye bye. User disconnected from your channel. There it is. <laughs> yeah, she's totally gonna lose at Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. Also, when we were playing that redacted game, uh, I mentioned the the quiz time, and her literal first words were, "Oh, I totally lose it, diet." <laughs> I told you, I, I I know her. She's my sister. So there you go. All right. Next up, we have Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. We've been talking about that a lot recently, and uh, the creative director admitted that right now it's quote too early to tell whether we are going to get a third game in the sequel or a third game in the series. Uh, David Salani said, quote, I love Nintendo. I love my team. And I love what it is. So if there would be a chance to continue somehow someday, why not? But right now it's too early to say anything because we just finished a four year cycle of development with the with the main game and the DLC. And now it's time to think about the future. But it's too early to say something, end quote. Hmm. I mean, fine, fine. Give them a break because again, we out of Ubisoft's track record. Like they really need to space out their projects if anything else. So, one, I'm definitely not in any rush for another uh, Mario and Rabbids game at the moment right now. So just give it some time. Let them cook. Basically, let them. <laughs> cook. Here's how. Here's how I take it. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what this really boils down to isn't just the team it's really like the higher-ups at ubisoft because don't forget they're the ones who crapped over the game because they didn't have a quote-unquote good holiday sales period I'm like it came out in late october <laughs> how dare is, the whole point is that you buy the game within like the first month or so of its you know sales life not i mean sometimes you do wait till christmas depending on your age but uh they were saying like oh it didn't sell well like the first week of december yeah and like and yes, we it, it's it, it's still weird that a year later we still don't know how much it sold on the Switch. Mm. Like we don't know if it sold a million, two million, three million. All we know is that it hasn't done as well as our Kingdom Battle. But remember, that was ten million over several years. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's like, yeah, Ubisoft. Like cut, 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 cut that team some slack. Like I know you're trying to go everything with with the recent games. I mean, heck, even with recent Mirage, like you gave that time that game to cook and actually to play it pretty decently but now you have another game that unfortunately got delayed again which is the the more or less the the new duke nukem forever of your game ubisoft <laughs> is a uh, skull and crossbones which yep. <laughs> it got delayed again and you announced that thing i'm like i don't I feel like five years now since then feels like so yeah ubisoft uh when it comes to like certain projects yeah maybe you shouldn't really talk at the moment right now especially when i'm um, of your whole uh pursuit of live service games i'm sorry i had to go on tangent yes but <laughs> yeah maybe cut down on the live services yeah. 
And hey, how about that uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2? Uh, I think that's Duke Nukem Forever territory now. Yes. Forget about it. It absolutely <laughs> is. So, yeah, Ubisoft has no room to talk about. They were, in the, they were in that bad period where like all their games were getting delayed, and they weren't really sure if they were going to be you know, having big sales on certain titles. So, you know, they were probably, they, if they were seriously hoping for like grand sales throughout the first three months, they were deluding themselves, which is a typical Ubisoft feat, ironically enough. Oh, Ubisoft. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of questionable moves by company higher-ups, let's talk about uh, Mario Wonder once again. This is a very curious story that I came across today because the uh, head of uh, Mar uh, Nintendo of America revealed why we did not hear about the new Mario Voices identity until now, basically. Would you like to know the reason? Please enlighten us. Okay. So in an interview with Wired, Doug Bowser, you know, the other Bowser, said, <laughs> quote, we want people to enjoy the gameplay experience. And if they enjoyed the voice behind the gameplay experience, that's what's most important to us, not necessarily highlighting Mario's actor, end quote. Aha! Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> the word insulting comes to mind right now <laughs> like look i get it that in, in many many cases with nintendo properties it doesn't really matter who the voice is nine times out of ten like mm -hmm. think of you know the mario out, outside of charles martinet like so certain of the mario characters um fire emblem is like the one series i can think of where you actually care about who who is voice acting because of sure, sure, sure. how much we hear them talk nowadays. Yep. That wasn't a thing for a long time. So I can understand like you know holding back on that per se, because it really doesn't matter as much in a Fire Emblem title. But this Mario just your icon. You you literally had how many announcements in movies or uh videos about Charles Martinet leaving and then you don't even welcome the new guy in with the same respect. Yeah, that 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 is kind of strange. If anything else, because as you said, like Mario's an icon. He, you, you, at least like yeah, give the give him the same uh, like sense of respect of like passing on the torch or some sort. Like I don't know, have Charles Martinet introduce the next the who's that gonna be the next uh, actor of the icon, and yeah, no fanfare. It's just like you had to we had to read this thing from a tweet. Like, oh, yes, I'll be voicing <laughs> Mario. And, like, you see all these other supporting cast who voicing Nabbit, voicing Yoshi, Peach, Pop Daisy. Lines. And, it's like, yeah, it's just basically no fanfare to this thing, which it's, like, yeah, Nintendo, can you at least, this is your main guy, and you <laughs> don't give them a fanfare of, like, who's passing on the torch? It's, like, ugh. Like, it kind of, kind of, and it treads onto that territory of like, yeah, like should you treat your voice actors a little bit more respectfully, please? I don't know. Well, you would not, think. It's not just that. It's that you know when when uh, Kevin Afghani, who's the new voice of Mario and, mm -hmm. and such, when he made that tweet, I'm like, do we trust him? <laughs> that was my exact thought. Because I'm like, let's, let's be honest. People have, and there were leaks. There were quote unquote leaks before who had a completely different other, different. Uh, actors saying like they were uh, the voice of Mario, and then this this one guy goes, "Yeah, I'm happy to be the part of Mar Super Mario Bros. Wonder's voice of Mario." I'm like, "Do we trust them? 
Like, is this is this for real? And then when you look at his credits, he's done some things, but he's hardly you know the biggest voice actor out there. <laughs> no, which made it even more suspicious at the time. He's mostly been in YouTube stuff, which is not and a it, bad thing. And it but gets that's you basically impact. been most where it's been. Yeah, and the, the one of the good owl or one of the good owls of Genshin Impact. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I honestly think that Nintendo saw that part of his resume and thought he was a hoot. <laughs> there you go. There's a laugh. So. Yeah, look, what this is is about respect. This is something that voice actors still have to deal with. <laughs> that, you know, they're still not respected as full-on actors, which we are hopefully slowly turning via the the actor uh, actor strike right now, um, which is still going on. But you know, Nintendo, you know, you probably you, you keep saying like, oh, we love our workers. They they just released a statement saying like, we don't have unions because our, all of our workers love working for us. I'm like about that. <laughs> If I was this dude, even with me having the role of my lifetime, I would still want you, my bosses, to, you know, acknowledge me. <laughs> to quote a certain wrestler that I hate. Uh, you know, acknowledge Mario and his voice actor, especially after everything you did for Charles Martinet. But since this is the guy we're going to be hearing for years now. <laughs> do better, Nintendo. Do better. But will they do better? That is the question. Because Time will tell. <laughs> you won't have to wait long for that answer. Um, because uh, another thing that Doug Bowser talked about recently was why uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder was another example of them not rushing things in comparison <laughs> to certain other developers that we've seen over the last several years. And he goes, quote, I'm always careful not to comment on the part of the developers, but in general, when, when, what Mr. Tezuka noted was that very early in the development cycle, he really did want to give the team the freedom to explore a variety of ideas. The result was a lot of unique and creative ideas that they could think about without the pressure of a deadline or the pressure of how do I actually bring this to life. One thing with Nintendo development is we don't pressure our teams to deliver within a certain window. If they need more time, they'll take more time. And the reason for that is our players have an expectation of the quality that our games will bring. We want to make sure we respect that and deliver those wow moments, end quote. What a concept. Yes. <laughs> oh, geez. Letting <laughs> a developer having time to cook on something. Jeez. And, what and, an idea. And before, like, anyone no... says, before anyone says Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, remember, that's the Pokemon company in Game Freak. They are technically outside of the Nintendo bubble. Mm -hmm. and, and they clearly did not ask Nintendo for more time. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, like we say, we we always come back to this topic time and time again. Again, developers, like if you need time to cook, let them cook. Like the publishers, don't pressure. Like gives put like the yet their deadlines are there for a reason and all that for sure. But like if you give developers time to cook and actually make something well, then yes, the, the product will come out very good. It speaks for itself. So yeah, don't rush them. Let them cook. And as we all know, when you let them cook, Heisenberg's getting paid. <laughs> so, you think I am the one who has to watch the games getting developed? I am the one who develops the games! <laughs> I am the game developer! I am the one who wonders! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really surprised how Breaking Bad has kind of been coming back these days. I'm just well, ever since that. It's iconic. It really is. It wasn't my favorite show ever, like a lot of people was, but I respect what they did, you know? Mushrooms! Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Uh, but then, on the flip side, I know a lot of you have heard about this topic. Mm. Nintendo decided, hey, why don't we do an updated guidelines slash rules for uh, smaller community tournaments? Oh, boy. Possibly go wrong. First of all, like, who just randomly thinks of that? Like, hey, we haven't revised our community rules for small tournaments that we probably don't even know exist anymore. <laughs> let's, let's revise the rules just to make it clear what we don't want them to do. And so they did so. And not surprisingly, there was a whole crap ton of backlash. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the basics. If you host the tournament, it can't, to, to be defined as a smaller tournament, it can't be any more than 300 people, which... <sighs> Feels a little weird to number, but whatever. Also, I don't think of 300 people as small, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> uh, I've been in turns with like dozens of people at most at times, but again, that's just me. Um, if you host such a tournament, you cannot have any sponsors or whatever. What? You, you can charge money to a certain extent because that's just like, like entry fees, you know, because that's how tournaments usually work. But it, you still have a limit on it. And... There are a whole bunch of just incredibly strict and weird rules. You cannot, like, have Nintendo's name anywhere. You can't use, like, the Nintendo logo or whatever or the games as branding for the tournament. So weird. Uh, but the biggest thing that I saw, and, and you guys can add in your things when you, when you desire, but uh, you can only use approved first-party first Nintendo controllers. Yep. Now, why is, that, why is that a problem? Well, first of all, some people just, like general uh other developers controllers for one reason or another and then there are third parties that make accessibility <clears throat> controllers for those who are disabled or have certain limitations with their limbs and so by by the laws of this tournament guideline they cannot play in these tournaments because they are not using first party nintendo controllers <sighs> nintendo what <laughs> is with this draconian logic you have with these things like like the Smash Bros. community is one of the most high highest communities ever since the whole Evo and all that. Like we want to like advertise thing for you. This is free advertisement. We like this community. The Smash community is one of the biggest communities out there, and we want to help you. But no, you want to play down these draconian laws. Like that's basically like putting so much restrictions. Like oh no no. No third party controllers. No, no, a, a cap limit. No, no advertising <laughs> on Nintendo. We want to love you, Nintendo. Why do you not let you let us love you? <laughs> this is a literal case of you know two steps forward, three three steps back. Because we just praise them on their con their notions of you know if we don't rush games because we know fans have expectations, which a lot of people could learn from microsoft um, <laughs> not just them i'll be fair but you know they've had a lot of screws recently yeah um mm -hmm. which is starfield <laughs> uh, fun fact one of the designers of starfield actually wanted to make the game smaller like significantly to make sure it would be filled with actual detail and <laughs> i then think that would have been better yeah and then procedural generation like won out and even he says that it's lost some of it, it lost some of its wonder i'm like there you go yeah. <laughs> Even the developer admits it. Um, but you know, we just praised you for your game development prowess and savvy, and then you do this to screw over the fans. What do you have against us? We're the ones letting you print money, okay? We're the ones buying your stuff. 
Stop making it hard for us to enjoy it with our friends. And also, how in the heck are you going to enforce all these rules? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, like, yes, we, we know about your Nintendo Ninjas and all that. Like, of course, your whole cease and desist orders that you are famously known for. But, like, like for these, like, come, like, uh, like here in the 50 states or when anywhere in the world when we're doing small t- tournaments like pass that a certain number of like 300 like oh the 300 person nope nope you can't go past 300 you gotta be sis and desist. like no sponsors like <laughs> nintendo is just like what is this yeah do, they do you want money do you want advertisement or do you want me <laughs> more hate like what is it do you want what do you want from us it's just so weird just to think about because then they'd have to hire so many more people just to like look out for this kind of stuff because it's not like all these people are going to be trying to advertise these tournaments like internationally Mm-mm-mm-mm. you're gonna have so many local tournaments too like, local uh, tournaments all that like fan projects whatever maybe heck like if we want to like we can't can't even do it like for like a lot some uh, examples they also bring up is like for charity tournaments like oh no you can't do this thing for, cha- for charity <laughs> like you can't donate good to good causes how dare <laughs> we are the only good cause you know <laughs> we are nintendo <laughs> So that 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 shuts that off, and I was like, "Oh, you know, like, oh, you're not helping out the hospital unless you want like you you're directly donating to them." It's like, Nintendo, Nintendo, come on, man! Like this year, I was at a very small con called NerdCon in uh, Robinson, Illinois, and there was a Smash Brothers tournament there that probably didn't have more than I don't know twenty people at max across a couple brackets. And I know the guy who ran the show. His name's Gil. He's a great guy. I guarantee you, he doesn't know about these community guidelines. He, he doesn't <laughs> know about what Nintendo says you can or can't do. And so imagine his shock if he was to somehow, some way to get a cease and desist letter from Nintendo. Like, what? Like, that, he was just thinking of a tournament so the kids could have fun while maybe their other, you know, parents or friends are doing something else at the con. He's just trying to have fun here. He's not trying to, you know, break the bank. He did. De- he definitely would not break the bank at that con. I guarantee you. So, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop being stupid, Nintendo. Yep. Yep. And again, it, and you can't say, "Oh, this is just a one-off." We know it ain't. <laughs> we know that it ain't. Okay. We do better. Do better. Do it. All right. I'm actually sad that Faith left us before getting to talk about this one because out of nowhere. Nintendo and the Pokemon Company decided to, to drop a uh, Detective Pikachu short called The Mystery of the Mystery Flan. Uh, yeah, and of course, this is a Detective Pikachu, so it is voiced by KG Tang. And yeah, just hearing that gruff voice of, like, I'm a great detective. And <laughs> it's a very nice short. Like, the, the CG animations is not, not, not too bad to say the least. It like, was better it, than the actual game. I mean, yeah, again, it's CG, of course. Like, when you have time to actually make some C- a good CG animation show like this, then, yeah, of course, it's going to look nice. And as a special, a quick one-off shot, it's like, yeah, it's a good, like, a bit reminiscent of those Saturday morning cartoons, to say the least. So, it, it, yeah, and if you, if you get a chance to definitely check this short out, it's like, it's beautiful, it's nice and quick, and, yeah, just overall, it's, it's cute. It's cute. It was. I actually, I actually enjoyed. It. I'm not a big fan of the Detective Pikachu franchise, but I actually did watch this just to see what it was like. And the ending with like the, the reveal of who took the flan was actually rather clever. And 
uh, it felt like it fit in that world. And I would not mind if they did more shorts like this to maybe bring more attention to the franchise in general. So, you know, props for that. And again, it did really, did, it really did look good. And they had the, the voice cast from the game come back to voice this. So if it does well, maybe we'll get more of them. You never know. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a, a couple of launch trailers. Uh, one I know Scott will enjoy, which is Star Ocean, the second story R. Yes. I watched that and I'm, ama- I'm, uh, I'm getting hyped. Getting hyped. It, it does looks, look really good. It does. <laughs> I, like, I like the voice acting, you know, all the villains that we're going to be facing and, uh, I'll be I'll be reviewing it for the site. I've already requested the copy. Um, I mean, I hate to be a damper of things, but Uh-oh. like because also recently in recent news regarding to that game as well, like appar- apparently Square Enix had to note on the box there is a, a mandatory download yeah. for this game. That yeah, that... if you get the physical version, you have to digitally download the game. Which why? How is it a physical version? <laughs> You're having to download it. It is sad. I wish. Again, I mean, it's not it's not a majority thing, luckily, but when it is, does happen, it's annoying. Yeah, thankfully, I'll be getting a digitally digital straightly. <laughs> it doesn't matter for it you. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm not the one who has to buy it. But like, this isn't the first time Square Enix of weird things like this. I still can't. I still remember uh, Neo: The World Ends with You. Oh yeah, <laughs> Keith oh, had yeah. to buy the game for me twice. Oh, good times. Okay, Square Enix doesn't know about that game anyway. Uh, Otherwise, they might actually, you know, advertise it sometimes. Yeah, and then it would be like, oh, it fell below expectations. Like, it did really well, so shut up. (laughs) Anyway. And then uh, WarioWare, uh, Smooth Moves. Smooth Moves? No, Move It. Sorry, Move It. Uh, God, it's a launch trailer. Like, those two games are literally a day apart from each other. November 2nd and November 3rd. Hint, I'm not getting the Wario title. (laughs) (laughs) Of the two of those, one of those are exciting to me. (laughs) One has an ocean of possibilities. One is going to wear me out. (laughs) So, I will admit that uh, that movie does look interesting in the general sense of, like, the micro games and using the Joy-Cons for poses and all that. (laughs) Clearly, people like this franchise since they keep making games in it. So. Some people like Wario. Some people yep, like yep, yep. Give me a Wario. You know, I think what they need to, really need to bring back is Wario Land. Yeah, they really right, do. right, right. The yeah, last yeah. game of that one was on the Wii, I believe, with the Shake It. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. He had to face the Shake King. <laughs> wow. It went from shaking to moving. No. Yeah, progress, <laughs> progress. So, uh, so yeah, next week is going to be an interesting week for gaming. If you're whether you're a you know casual gamer or a RPG fan, you got stuff coming your way for you for you know when you, once you're done with Mario proper and uh, Spider-Man. And of course, naturally, this is just basically an appetizer before Mario Super Mario RPG, which comes out two weeks after. This is true. So I got two weeks to do Star Ocean game. I like my odds. Can people stop releasing games this year? Oh crap! This year's almost over. Never mind. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> All right, and finally, something else that some some certain people can buy me for a Christmas or birthday gift. There was a uh, first figures Metroid statue that was announced the other day. Uh, it's available for pre-order right now, and you know what? It actually looks really good. It's the various suit from uh, Metroid Prime. And it's uh, it's got a lot of really great detail in it. You can actually see like part of Samus's face, 
and mm, mm, mm. just go go check it out. Leaves uh, I say first figure. Uh, first four figurines. Uh, they they've done many like figurines like the Zeldas, the Champions. Like I, I remember the of course they made Orbosa, a very good Orbosa. Uh, of course with Link, Zelda, Rivali, many many uh, pretty much the Champions figurines of Zelda lore. But yeah, uh, the first four figurines with this Vario suit is oh if it's 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 nice figurines as they say at least. Like uh, last I checked as well, I. If I remember the 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 price, I think it was like only seventy five dollars last I checked, if I recall correctly. Yeah. And, if you and order, like, is that you get ten bucks off? Yeah, and honestly, that's not that bad. And it's fairly, I mean, fairly size, not not too big. It's not like like a like a, a one seven figurine, but it's fairly size, but like a. It's eleven inches. Uh, eleven. Okay, okay, thank you, thank you. So it, it's pretty, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. The var, the, the price. So if you're like a Metro Prime fan, like like Todd, then yeah, maybe something here for your household, to say at least. Yeah. Right. And, and I guarantee you, and I, I, I'm going to ask you to really listen to me on this, all right? Because I know you, I'm sure some of you have doubts. I guarantee you that if you pre-order this figure, it will get to you before Metroid Prime Four is announced again. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty safe bet. <laughs> I will bet all the money I have that if you, before you get this figure, you, uh, you will still not know about Metroid Prime Four. Like I'm, I'm confident that I will make double my life savings making that bet. Like, it's at the point we have, <laughs> It's at the point that we we're just having so many Duke Nukem situation at the moment right now, and this is our Duke Nukem situation for Nintendo. This yeah. game, I don't think will be ever coming up for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't rush games. Remember, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I will give them one small caveat. It's a very small caveat, but remember, they didn't just delay the game; they straight up rebooted it. They re they restarted they the development cycle. Else, they failed horribly, and then they they came back in twenty nineteen and said, uh, "Hey, we're gonna give it back to retro," and then we've heard nothing from them since. Yeah, yeah. If then if they're doing anything is the question. <laughs> we know they're hiring for it. I've seen the I've seen the job listings. So yeah. But uh, you will get the statue before they re-announce Metroid Prime 4. I am very confident in that. I mean, if if we're lucky, my ballpark is like we'll probably get something in 2025. By that point, we would have the Switch successor. So We'll get the second announcement trailer. <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> Metroid Prime 4 for real this time. <laughs> the Metroid Prime 4 is real. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's gonna come first, uh, Mother Three or Metro Prime Four? Mother Three, <laughs> the One Piece. No, it's the, <laughs> one piece. <laughs> the One Piece. Yeah. Well, hey, remember they're done with the Wano arc, so they're, they're in the final arc right now. Apparently, from Oda Sensei. Apparently. Apparently. Would it be a who if the One Piece is literally just like One Piece? Of gold that's like worth a whole bunch. It's a doubloon with Roger's face on it. Mm. <laughs> it's like the real one piece was the pieces we made along the way. <laughs> All the villagers you plundered on the way here. No, <laughs> all people who died as you try to search for it. It was all part of it was all part of the lesson. I was also gonna make a joke about Nami here, but I decided not to because it it's really mean. <laughs> and it has to deal with inflation. Oh no! Yeah. Blame honest trailers. They put that thought in my head. Um, so yeah, uh, 
I, I, I honestly don't have anything significant. I had, no, I, I tell you one thing I have. I have a Metroid Prime Return, sorry, Metroid Samus Return shirt. When hmm. the 3DS game came out from Mercury Steam, they released some special shirts online. Ah. And so I asked for that for Christmas, and they used it as a workout shirt for a long time. Nice. Yeah, then cool. my gut grew, and I couldn't wear it anymore. <laughs> that tends to happen. Well, yeah, especially when guts grow. Feet, <laughs> she literally goes, hey, Todd, by the way, I got, I, uh, she helps me with my groceries. She goes, hey, Todd, I got some, your groceries. By the way, I also made you some peanut butter cup cookies. You can get them when you get them over. I'm like, okay. Hey, she tells you, you need to cookies. eat more, apparently. <laughs> exactly. And then she just gave me some special, I kid you not, chocolate cinnamon toast crunch puppy chow. Wow, it that's a lot damn. of <laughs> But like that, that certainly gave me a higher calorie count, and yeah. then it was cook, chocolate chip cookies before that, and uh, my birthday is next week, so she's probably gonna be making me some stuff for that. So yeah, I, thinness I will never know it anymore. <laughs> I used to be thin. I really was. I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> I remember but I could fit in a warehouse job. <laughs> I remember working a warehouse job and being at like one seventy two, and I'm like. Wow, I can actually lose weight. This is this is interesting. I've gained it all back, and then so happens to the best of us. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like to eat, and I will not apologize for that. Okay? <laughs> I had a double cheeseburger tonight, and it was good. <laughs> I regret nothing. All right. Speaking of having no regrets, let's talk about the Splatfest, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. This weekend, uh, actually today, at the time you probably might be listening to this, the Splatfest. The Halloween themed Splatfest for Splatoon 3 will launch, and it is who would be your best friend? Would it be a zombie? Would it be a ghost? Oh, sorry, a skeleton, or would it be a ghost? And we're going to give our very unique answers as we settle it in Splat. <laughs> All right, so I want to clarify some things just in case you didn't listen to last week's episode. We are not defining these best friend scenarios by, let's call them the more monstrous versions of these characters. All right, so if you're thinking about zombies, I want you to think about Roddy Tops from Shantae or the <laughs> Disney musical trilogy. I still forget that exists sometimes. If you're thinking about the skeletons, I want you to think about uh, like Ghost Rider. Or uh, the skeleton from Halloween Town, who's the cab driver. Yeah. And yes, I know that these skeletons aren't on fire like Ghost Rider, but just imagine, gosh dang you, okay? The intent The is cool there. ones can but be on fire. The cool ones. And then, of course, for uh, the ghost, I want you to think of, like, you know, Casper. Or... He's a friendly guy. He's a friendly guy. <laughs> I think it's actually he's a friendly ghost, but that's beside the point. Um, so, yeah, I want you to think of, like, the, the positive versions. Or, or like or like the Hogwarts coast. Like, you know, those, those ones are a lot of fun. <laughs> so we're thinking about these as the positive incarnations. If you had to have one of them as a best friend, who would you want? So I'll go first because for me, being honest here, there's really only one choice, and it's the ghosts. Mm-hmm. All right? And even with these positive incarnations, I still wouldn't want a zombie around me. Uh, not because I'm most afraid they would eat my brains, but because even the best zombies are still like rotting flesh. They even make fun of that with Roddy Tops at times. And Roddy's not the brightest bulb in the bunch. All right. Uh, she's actually the reason that a whole plot failed in uh, Seven Sirens. And it was just because she tried to fake being a siren. Okay. 
uh, and then with the skeleton, you know, you could have fun with the skeleton. You could. But it's also very limited in what it can do because, you know, it's a skeleton. <laughs> All right. I mean, make no bones about it. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Come on, laugh at that. That was, <laughs> that was gold, dang you. Don't make me have a bone to pick with you, Scott. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't be able to give you some of my mom's food and you won't say bone appetite. No. That's right. I'm... Not the peanut butter cookies. <laughs> peanut butter cookies. Okay. Totally different. Um, but with ghosts, yes, you can't touch them, which is a drawback. All three of these have drawbacks. Like, let's point. I think that's actually part of the point. Right, right, right. All three of them have drawbacks that you have to deal with. But with the ghosts, you can interact with them in a more, let's call it wholesome way. You know, like they'll they have they will be able to talk with you. You can still have fun with them in the general sense. And then when you're done, like let's say you need to go to sleep, the ghosts obviously don't sleep. So they can just go and float off and do whatever they want, and then they'll be back with you in the morning. So they're having their own fun time, even when they're not with you. Can you say that with a zombie or a skeleton? All right. And even though, yes, like the Hogwarts ghosts admit that they're not, their lives aren't the best. We saw that with, you know, Morning Myrtle and uh, Nearly Headless Nick, or even the Bloody Baron. He had a, actually, actually a rather tragic backstory. Um you know they're still alive and they still do good and they make the best of their situations i don't see how a zombie or a skeleton can do that with their own situation so if i had to pick between these three and an emphasis on the had to pick between these three uh the ghost is a really only real option because their only drawback is you won't be able to touch them but you could still have fun in spite of that so and of course, actually, connecting with Spafas, of course, you, you get you get big man support as well. He's just basically dressed as Oogie Boogie. Yes, and in a big man rules, and I am myself a big man, especially with my hair. <laughs> so, all right, Will, how about you? Where do you stand? This one has always been. A, this one is very hard for me. It's very divisive because again, one, I love Shiver's outfit. Okay, I'm just gonna go back to the, the base, basic things. Shiver's outfit is definitely one of the, be the better best one out of the three. But I am so sad it had to be Zombie Team. It's like, why, why Shiver? Like, yes, you won the last uh, three Splatfest last I recall correctly. If I recall correctly, and like you had to go and choose with, with the Zombie Team. It's like. Uh, but, like, dang it, you look good, but you had to choose the wrong team. Um, Oogie Boogie, big man. Like, again, you're basically giant sheets. And I get the pew for the ghost because I was actually talking to a friend about this as well. Like, yeah, ghosts like that. Like, think Shaman King, the the, the spirits that become in the afterlife, <laughs> whatever it may be. Like, yes, you can talk to them, spirit and go, like, just a lot of things. Heck, even let's go back to like the classics, uh, Night Before Christmas. Have Zero. You talk with Zero. It's like a ghost dog or whatever it may be. Or heck, Casper of the sort. Like the the friendly, incorporeal like, forms of like another friend of, of such. Like be it if it's incorporeal. No, no physical form. Yet they can do whatever they want. And granted, that is indeed one of the most um, uh appealing aspects about having a ghost as a friend which again it's having a ghost like what's not cool about talking to spirits and dead people i mean yes I, they're technically are dead people yes i get it it's a little macabre but that's indeed 
But uh, this time around, I will have to go and join with skeletons because one. Okay, let's go stick with Splatoon three here a little bit because again, Fry is actually looking pretty darn decent, and we need to go have get get Fry get a winning get a win this time around because like. Fry has been kind of like below down to say the least. And the reason I chose a skeleton this time around is because, as with anything, one is Halloween, you will spooky, spelly skeletons will swivel snap your spines. And of course, naturally, when you think of skeletons, you're gonna have a bad day. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And yes, who cannot forget the famous skeleton, which is Sans in the genocide run. <laughs> and like, I, I was just thinking about like, yes, skeletons is more or less kind of like one of the best things in Halloween as well. I, also, in a, another way, in an aspect why you want to like befriend skeletons in a sense. Like, yes, like they have the physical form, but again, guess what? Bones are definitely one of the strongest thing in the human body. Like, have you checked out your elbows? Those things are the strongest, strongest things ever. They can actually help you defend some, some things here and there. And of course, like, the different skeletons out of where, aside from like Sans or Undertale, like, okay, I'm gonna go be the lowbrow humor here, and yes, like, I've been seeing so many things. One, if you have seen Overlord, by all means, it's a very great show, Overlord, the first season. The, the later <laughs> season, not so much. But like, yes, if you also check out and also, basically check out uh, Overlord or Bridge because, like, yes, I'm going to be begging that guy. And, yes, like, four bone daddies? Yes, I'm going to go with that. That thing is, like, just, okay. Like, if I've learned anything from Sp Splatoon, Splatfest, and everything else, it's, like, people will go to the lowbrow humor. And that's what is the most lowbrow humor here in this Splatfest? Uh, bones. And if you get bones, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, oh, bone that is like, go, go for the bone team. Like, oh, get, get, you know, go get boned. And like, oh, come on. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. We're going PG-13 here a little bit. But, like, come on. White chocolate, of course, got to go for that. Shiver, obviously one of the most appealing teams. Like, I, I feel that the people will get to go for the lowbrow humor and, like, choose skeleton just because, like, it's just, it's too easy. Aside from, like, yes, like, anything else but going a little bit more say so this time around like i just like the reason i feel skeletons is definitely the more appealing option is like yeah like having skeletons around skeletons around like yes they are in the physical realm like be liches or sands or like whatever it may be i feel like they have a much more they're in the well physical realm let's say the least like they're not stinky as like zombies they're not incorporeal they actually can help you out and like again bones is definitely one of the strongest materials around the world earth in the physical realm so why not have a bony friend with you to help you around you like you see necromancers yes you see you see those like raising raising um like skeletons skeleton warriors yeah yeah skeleton warriors <laughs> funny and yeah it's just like one of those like basic uh familiars to say the least but they always been such a great great thing to have in halloween or as a companion like just have skeleton warriors i mean what's not liked about that and yes like you can go he-man or just like have skeletor like yes and all that but hey hey well, yeah just think about it i'll have a skeletor yeah yeah as him as a friend i don't know that's just that's another random thought to pop up but yeah that's Personally, for me, um, as all those reasons, lowbrow humor, the great skeletons in our gaming medias and medias over general, I feel like they will actually make some pretty decent friends. So yeah, skeleton is my gonna be my pick for this black fest. I was not expecting that. I'll I'll just admit, uh, <laughs> I, 
I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but yeah, okay, fine. Okay. Hey, you don't get a bone pick with me. <laughs> All right, oh I already God. made that joke. I already made that joke. You, you need you need to bone up on your puns, Will. That's right. Don't try it out. Pun the master. Hey, hey, hey! Don't go, like I would go. Don't do go full. Maybe go full out Garcia effing Hotspur on you and go for Shadows of the Dam. That that's the low bar here. I would go into. I don't even know what he just said, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, it's a Suda 51 game. Look it up. <laughs> I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Uh, all right, Scott, how about you? All righty. So I was initially in between either Skeleton or Ghost, because Zombie was all, an instant no for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't be no, best guys. friends with someone who, who someone's appetite is my own head. <laughs> that's just common self-defense practice but uh so my one that i have that the one that i am going to be vouching for is skeleton oh but my reason is for a little more wholesome but... okay 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 <laughs> skeletons are generally yes they're both physical but they're also more coordinated than zombies most of the time Zombies seem to have, are, they are in the physical realm, but they also are very uncoordinated and they also don't really utilize their form very well. They're, you know, kind of brainless, kind of dumb. But skeletons are usually coordinated and usually can accomplish things. And in the essence of in the gaming sphere, they actually can play video games with you. And so my initial thought was, I always want to have someone who can be a player too when I want. So having a best friend be a skeleton who can play video games with me when I want is always going to be probably one of my main choices. But also we have like the, the skeleton of, as mentioned before of Halloween town who's B Benny and he just can drive people places. So you also can have like a form of transportation in case your car's being used for something. Ooh, right. Right. As well. Also have Jack Skellington and all that. And of course that he tells about a bone daddy as well. Yeah. Yeah. For, <laughs> for that moment. So they, they have uses. But they're also, you know, just friends to talk with. I mean, if I did, the only reason I would ever want to probably choose a zombie for other than skeleton be their singing, because zombies actually have vocal cords, even if you know they can't <laughs> true, release true, them that true, well. True. <laughs> true. But skeletons also are just probably a little better to look at, unless like you have like a weirdly maimed skeleton friend. But then that then you just feel bad for that person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they can play games with you. They can drive. They can, you know, help you touch things or, like, grab things if you need, like, things lifted. I mean, they don't have necessarily the strongest muscles, but, you know. Or they, they, can at least be, they can at least be a support of some kind. <laughs> Just lay it on them as they're standing there. <laughs> they have some stability. So that that is a big pro for me. So having a skeleton that's and as a friend is just, I think, overall more useful and having have more use cases in this sense of the regard. But ghosts would be more fun to talk to. But that's just me. <laughs> Interesting. So. I really, th I honestly thought it'd be either two to three on the ghost side, but I was wrong. <laughs> it was almost ghost. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, this is one, this is easily like one of the weirdest Splatfests we have ever talked about. Like, let's just, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let's just be honest on that one, all right? So, 
I, I honestly have no idea who's going to win this Splatfest just because of the, the wackiness of it all. It is going to be interesting to see who will win, like, yeah. obviously, first with a sneak peek one. And, like, if anything else, one, obviously, there is that shiver boost from Japan. Like, of course, naturally, they love things. But again, like, zombies are so overdone. It's, it's just so tiring. And if people still choose zombies, aside from the whole shiver uh, factor of it, then, yeah, like, yeah, humanity is doomed. <laughs> I mean, we already know humanity's doom. It's just whether we're going to help accelerate things. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. The so, zombie apocalypse um, rolls around. We don't need them to befriend the zombies. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, the Splatfest is indeed this weekend. So, don't miss out on it. No matter what side you are on, remember, it's going to be from Friday to Sunday. So, you do have time. And even. I, who will be having a very busy weekend, will make sure to dive in and support Team Ghost, a.k.a. Team Big Man, to get the victory. And then when we win, I can say I have the ghostly <laughs> I regret nothing. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Tam Podcast. Who are you picking in the upcoming Splatfest? Do let us know. Also, uh, have you played Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and how much are you enjoying it? Have you beaten it already? Uh, do you think you're going to check out the Pokemon Holiday Collection? We do have the link uh, on our uh, website with the uh, article about it, or you can go to the uh, official Pokemon uh, or, uh, Twitter handle. They have a post about it there. Are you going to try out Mario Party 3 and get into the good old-fashioned nostalgia? Are you mad at the uh, n new Nintendo Tournament rules? And do you agree that if you were to order the uh, Metroid Prime statue, that you'd probably get it before the Metroid Prime 4 <laughs> re-announcement ever happens? <laughs> I bet money, Bob! I bet money, Bob! Uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for uh, Skulk and Scott and Warrior Will, I am Triforce Tile. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not allies. We made the end of the level. So, raise the flag! <laughs>